More to come always. We're always, you know, I love to celebrate every victory. Amen. Every step in the right direction. Celebrate every victory. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't wait for something huge to happen. You start acknowledging every small increment. I can do this better today than I did yesterday. I can do this better, you know. And the more you do that, the more you involve him, right, in your thought life. The more you're aware of him, the more you acknowledge him, praise God. And so you just continue then to be more aware of him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, let's get into it tonight. Glory to God. Again, in these services, and we're, we're building something, I believe, we're building a core and we're building some momentum. But uh, these services are called a night of healing. Amen? Everybody say, a night of healing. It's not supposed to be a night of teaching. Teaching will be involved. Amen? But our goal is not to get more knowledge. Our goal is to experience healing. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have a tremendous pastor and a tremendous staff that teach wonderful, wonderful truths from the word of God. Amen. And so we may say some things a little bit differently or from a different side of the mountain, so to speak, sometimes. But what we're here for in these Friday night meetings is to have a night of healing. Praise God. And so we come with that expectation Amen. In us, not to just get more knowledge, though you will get some. Amen. Amen. But we believe that you will receive revelation knowledge, that you'll receive impartation, that the lights will come on in some areas. Amen. That uh, last time we, we talked about some things that for some people have been kind of a stumbling block along the way and maybe have uh, misunderstood some things. And so we're clarifying as we go. Amen. So let's, let's look uh, a little bit this evening at the word and help uh, uh, open your hearts once again to receive. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So go with me to Mark chapter 5. Uh, there's this just an awesome place to start. There's so much here in Mark chapter 5. But we want to talk a little bit tonight about the anointing. Amen. Amen. Because Isaiah the 10th chapter and the 27th verse says that it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Everybody say, it's the anointing. Say it again. It's the anointing. What is it? It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Amen? It's not how much you know that destroys the yoke. Amen? It's not how good you've been that destroys the yoke. Amen? It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Praise God. So let's clarify a little bit and let's, let's zero in on that so we can connect with the anointing. Amen? Not just go, ooh, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke, but let's find a way to make a connection with that power. Amen? So here in Mark chapter 5, many of you, of course, are familiar with this, I know. This is the uh, account of uh, when Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house because Jairus' daughter was at the point of death and she actually did die at some point in this event. But in the middle of it, a woman came because she had an issue of blood. And she'd had it for 12 years. Amen. Not 12 months. Not 12 weeks. Amen. At what point do you think she thought this was absolutely permanent? 
that what's the possibility of a change now? I mean, she'd been to every doctor. She'd spent all of her money. The Bible says she kept getting worse. She really has lost most of her hope until she heard about Jesus. And when she heard about Jesus, that hope sprang up again that there's a possibility that something could be different. Because she heard that he was healing people. Amen? And so as a result of that, she came and did something to connect with him. She didn't just sit at home and hope that somehow somebody would introduce her to him. She made her way to where he was so that she could touch him. Amen? And so she came. The Bible says, verse 27, when she heard about Jesus... She came behind him in the crowd and touched, 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 touched his garment. For she said, or for she decided, she made a decision. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately, everybody say immediately, love that word. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, verse 30, immediately, immediately knowing, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him. Now, when we talk about the anointing destroying the yoke, there is a tangibility to the anointing. It shouldn't always be so mysterious. The things of God that people think are mysterious, um, uh, most of the time when people think something's mysterious, it's because they don't continue to investigate. They just think, well, you just can't ever know that. But in the New Testament, anytime you see the word mystery, in context, you'll find out God wants you to know something. He doesn't say, you know, well, we speak, we speak in, in mysteries and you can't ever know it. But he goes on to say, so that you would know something. God wants to make known the riches of his glory. Amen. And so there is something to be learned about this. The Bible says that Jesus knew that power went out of him. I find it interesting that Mark tells us that. This is something absolutely knowable. Amen. It's describable. It's knowable. Praise God. It's not just she touched him and we have no idea how what happened. She touched him and then felt immediately she was whole. Jesus immediately knew that power went out of him. So he was aware of an outflow. He was aware of an outflow. She was aware of the reception. Amen. Spiritual things are not always silent. (laughs) Amen. Somehow people think, you know, that you're not supposed to feel anything. You shouldn't know it. You shouldn't, you know, rely. We don't walk by sight, but we see. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Sight doesn't determine what we believe, but we see things and we know things. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says that he knew that power went out of him. He was aware that power went out of him. It doesn't say that he felt power go out of him in the New King James, but it does say he was aware of it. 
He was aware of it. Amen. How many of you know that when you're talking to somebody, you are aware when they're listening? (laughs) Or they're not. Right? There's just something about them that you can go, I, I, wait, let me say that again. You didn't hear me. Right? Words had not even been exchanged, except there's something on the look on their face that they're, you're aware. So you can be aware of a lot of things. Isn't that right? How many of you have ever been in a room and you were aware that somebody walked in, even if you didn't see them with your eyes? Right? There's an awareness that we can also develop. There's an awareness that we can develop in him. And not always be caught off guard and go, somebody said, God, really? Where? What? Huh? But more so come with the expectation of him moving. And then every little nuance of him moving, you're going, oh, that's God. Right? That's him. I, I, I'm expecting him. I'm aware of his presence. Amen. And so the more you get aware, and I'm, I'm, and I'm doing this here, you know, because it's not just your ears or your eyes or your mind. It's that inward witness. Amen. Because your spirit, your inward man, your spirit is what connects with God. Every interaction with God is through the heart. So it's not that we have to hear him audibly speak, but we hear him in here. That awareness, and that can be developed. So Jesus was, of course, highly developed in his awareness of God. Amen? And so he was aware of the outflow. He was aware that somebody received. But, you know, once again, we'll say it, we'll probably say this several times each time we come probably. She, uh, he was not aware of who received. He was aware that the power went out, but he didn't know who it went into. Isn't that interesting? But we look back where she, she decided, if I can touch his clothes, I'll be whole. So when she touched, the power went into her, went out of him and into her. That connection was made because somebody decided to make it. Somebody decided to make it. Praise God. Go with me over to Luke's gospel, the sixth chapter. Luke chapter 6. I love this event, too. Verse 17. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. This is what we're doing tonight. Come to hear and to be. be. Amen. 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 Not just come to hear and to learn. You come to hear and to be. Amen. 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 Many of you need healing tonight. Praise the Lord. So come to be healed. That's why why pastors having these meetings. Amen. So that you can come and be healed. healed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we have a supply of the spirit to help you do that. 
Glory to God. So as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, verse 18, and they were healed, and the whole multitude sought to touch him. Why? Because power went out from him and healed them all. They all wanted to touch him because power was coming out of him. So once again, there's an awareness of this that has to be um, pretty uh, normal, if you could say, in the sense that people, not just special people, were aware of it. They all came to touch him because power was going out of him. So somebody said, hey, power's coming out of him. Go touch him. Somebody received something and was so aware of the power going into them that they recognized this exchange. And they said to somebody else, power's coming out of him. So then the next person gets it. Power's coming out of him. You can, you can t- if you touch him, power will go into you. Amen. So there was an expectation of something making an exchange. Amen. I wonder how much, and we we talk about it all the time, don't we? Did you come expecting? Did you come expecting? And we all go, oh, yes, I came expecting. But what does that look like? What's that look like? Because many times when it comes to the things of the Spirit and the things of God, we think it's different than the rest of our life. We try to make spiritual things only spiritual, but you can equate it to a lot of experiences you have in life. Amen? We were talking just about your little one and and going to the dentist, right? So think about how many of you have ever had a dental procedure where they needed to give you a shot, right? And they tell you, you know, they give you that shot of Novocaine, right? And then they walk away for a little while. Till it works. Right? And you fully expect it to work. You fully expect it to work. You know, like, well, they'll be back in a minute and I won't be able to. And, and, you st- and, you, and then you start playing. You tap yourself. Right? That feels weird. That's weird. That's weird. It's working. Ooh, it's working. And you check it out and you're like, ooh, that's, oh, that feels so weird. You know, and yeah, it does, and it feels funny, and then you want to you want to play with it, like talk and do you know, do cra- crazy stuff. But the thing is, you expected it to work, right? Well, you might go, well, duh, you expect it to work because it does work, <laughs> right? You know, well, it's a sure thing. That's exactly what I want you to think. That's exactly what I want you to think. Well, the Novocaine works. It always works. Yes. And so does the word. We just sang about it. I said, we just sang about it. What did it say? I know it works. Right? We just declared, I know it works. Do you? Do you? What if, what if they said, Novocaine only works if you believe it works? Because we're going to drill anyway. 
Because we're coming back in five minutes and we're going to start drilling. So you better start believing. (laughs) What if? What if it was contingent on your heart being receptive? And not just the drug doing all of the work. How would you treat, would you stay away from the dentist? (laughs) Because, oh man, I'm going to have to do something. (sighs) (sighs) I have to to cooperate? (laughs) It's so hard. It's so hard. No, it's it's just believing it'll work. Just believing it works. You'd probably get in a hurry to believe if they're going to drill anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. There are a lot of things in life that have um, what we call a catalyst and an activator. You know, I, I, I like to watch, um, I'm going to tell on myself now something I like to watch on TV. <laughs> I like to watch this thing on TV where people are going through customs and they find all this contraband in their, in their luggage. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like people who smuggle things and all that kind of stuff. And, they're, and, and these border agents are so good at finding stuff. And, I mean, they'll tear open all kinds of things to find things, you know. But then they have a way to test for drugs. And the person's still just completely denying that they have anything. And they'll say, well, we're just going to add this agent to what's here, this little drop of something. And if it turns purple, if it turns blue, the presence of cocaine. So here we go. Anything you want to say? No, nothing. I don't, you know, a couple of drops. It's, it's, this is all cocaine. (laughs) There's no denying it. When that activator comes in contact with that substance, it shows, it's exposed. All of a sudden something, there's a reaction, Right. right? When they do certain tests on you at the doctor or at the hospital, they use a contrast dye so they can see things right? There's an activator involved that all of a sudden shows up something they couldn't see before. There's another, uh, you know, uh, maybe you won't want me to come back. I'm going to start talking about weird stuff now. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, crime scenes and stuff where they have that luminol. And even if there's been blood present at a place, you know, I don't want to get weird, too weird. And people even have cleaned it all up. They put that stuff on there, and they turn off the lights, and they got the black light, and all of a sudden you're like, well, <laughs> hello. Things that were invisible can be seen with the activator. Your believing is the activator to the power of God, to the anointing of God. Your believing is what lights it up. Your believing is what gets it to you. 
It's a heart issue. It's not knowing scripture. It's not even knowing that Jesus paid the price. It's believing it works. Believing it works. It's like the Novocaine. If they said, you know, the only way this works is if you believe it. And you go, well, it works for some people and it doesn't work for other people. I don't know why. Well, somebody's believing and somebody's not. But how hard is it to believe someone who cannot lie, for one thing? Amen. Come on, he can't lie. He said in Isaiah the 10th chapter in the 27th verse, and it shall come to pass in that day that his yoke will be taken off of you. The burden will be taken off of you and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing. Everybody say the anointing. Well, what is the anointing? What is it? To, To anoint anything in its very simplest terms, is to paint, to rub on, or to smear. Doesn't sound very pretty. Doesn't sound very spiritual, but I like it. I like the smear part. Smear me God. With what? Himself. Because the anointing is God on. God on. Go with me to Luke chapter 4. things you know, but things you may not know (laughs) about what you know. Luke chapter 4. We put a lot of emphasis on faith in God's word. Amen? And rightly so, because the Bible says in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and I love the Amplified, the 12th verse, the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. Hallelujah. So we put a lot of emphasis on the word of God, the written word of God. Amen. And uh, in a, in the, but in the proper perspective, even of putting our, our emphasis on the word of God to receive, the word that, that's written should speak to you, <laughs> should be alive to you. Amen. So when we talk a lot about the, the word of God and receiving from the word of God, it should never be in an academic sense. It should never be just, you know, uh, trying to put uh, sticky notes on you with scripture, (laughs) you know, to heal your body. Like, by his stripes I was healed, scripture. And just paste the words where it hurts. No, the connection, the activator, Mm -hmm. is your believing it's working. Not knowing it's supposed to work. But believing it is actively working. Amen. So here in Luke chapter 4, Jesus uh, is in the synagogue, and in verse 17, it says he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, 
And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. The Spirit of God is on me because he has smeared himself on me. He has painted himself on me. The Spirit of God is on me. Amen. Because he has smeared himself, painted himself, rubbed himself on me. Amen. Why wouldn't that woman with the issue of blood say, if I could just touch his clothes? Why? Because she knows he's anointed. She knows that the Spirit of God is on him. If God is on him and I touch him, I'll get what's on him. Amen. And if that's hard for you to believe, then just think about trying to stay away from somebody who's sick. Why do you stay away from somebody who's sick? Because what's on them will get on you. Amen. See, you believe in this. You already believe in this. Glory. So you can't say, I can't believe that. Yes, you can. You're already doing it. You're already doing it. Use your powers for good. (laughs) Amen. So if I can just touch his clothes, if I can just get to the point where I can touch what's on him, it'll get on me. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Peter testifying in Acts the 10th chapter in the 38th verse, he said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, right, who went about then doing something with it. It's for a purpose. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to do something. Not to feel something. Not just, ooh, that service was anointed. Okay. But what would you leave with? Did it change you? Did you contact it? Did you make connection with it? Did you touch it somehow and take it as your own? Or did you just say, wow, I like that church. It's anointed. Well, it ought to be changing you because the Spirit of God is the anointing. Amen. And if God gets on you, he can change things. If you believe. If you believe, just activate. Activate it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How God wrought special miracles, Acts the 19th chapter, through the hands of Paul. Amen. Jesus said, God's on me, and because of that, he sent me to heal. He sent me to heal. Glory to God. Because God wants to get on you. I said, God wants to get on you. One of the most wonderful things, I think, in in the heart and in the mind and in the plan of God is that he uses people to transmit his power. I think it is one of the kindest things in God's heart 
because he so wants to touch you, right, that he would allow his power to go through a person so that you can have contact Amen. in some way. Amen. And that you can have what we sometimes call a point of contact, right? So that you can go, I, have, I am believing right now. This is my point. I'm believing that the power is going into me right now because God's moving right through that individual to me. Now, again, that's just one of the ways that he heals. Amen? But this is a night of healing, so it's one of the ways he heals. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's not the only way. The laying on of hands is not the only way, but it's a really cool way. Right? Jesus touched people. But he said in the 14th chapter of John's gospel, he said, it's not even me doing it. It's the Father in me. He's doing the works. The Father in me is doing the works. What, one of the things I love about that is that means that Jesus is not the only one able to do it. All God needs is somebody to move through. All he needs is a conduit for the anointing. All he needs to do is get on somebody to get on you. Can he get on you right away? Absolutely. Amen. But sometimes we just need that connection point. I like that he made it available. Amen. So God wrought special miracles, the Bible says, through the hands of Paul. Acts the 19th chapter and 11th verse. And he says that handkerchiefs and aprons were even brought to him. And he, he laid his hands on the cloth, and then that cloth was taken to somebody else. We do that a lot as well. Uh, it's, it's a method I, I prefer, as, as a matter of fact, rather than just praying for somebody who's not here. I like to lay hands on a cloth and get the cloth to them. It's one of the ways God uses me. And so I, I, I prefer that method when it's available. Praise God. And sometimes people go, well, I didn't bring a cloth. I said, well, you're wearing some. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you willing to give it up for somebody you love? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Could you send the shirt you're wearing? Somebody says, I'll give them the shirt off my back. Would you really? Because it just might be a great idea. Praise the Lord. To send somebody something that's been saturated by the anointing. Hallelujah. Special miracles. Everybody say special miracles. I kind of like that word, do you? That just means not the ordinary miracles. So there are ordinary miracles. I said there are ordinary miracles. Sometimes people think miracles are all extraordinary. There ought to be ordinary miracles and special miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. What do you say we go for some ordinary miracles? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's have them be ordinary. Let's have them be normal here. Let's have them as a common occurrence. Glory to God. Let's have some ordinary miracles. Praise the Lord. But special miracles through the hands of Paul. So God wrought special miracles through the hands of Paul. Paul didn't do it. 
God wrought it through Paul. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God through Paul, God through Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. The, uh, the apostles and, and, the, and the followers of Jesus, after he was resurrected, got together and prayed in Acts the fourth chapter. And they said, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. That signs and wonders would be done by the name of your holy child, Jesus. Grant us boldness to preach your word. And the Bible says in the fifth chapter then that signs and wonders were done by their hands. Right? But he, they said, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. And then by their hands, his hand to heal was manifested. All he needs is the vessel. Glory to God. God's always done the power. You know, I just, it's wonderful every time you can take a level of pressure off. Amen. You take another level of pressure off of you. It's relaxing. It's God doing the work. I just do the activating. If there was a hard part, it would be his. Amen. If there was an easy part, it would be ours. Believing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just acting like it's true because it is. Because it works. Glory to God. It's too late to tell us now that it doesn't. Amen. Way too late. Glory to God. So by the hands of the apostles, the Bible says, were mighty things done. Not because it was them, but it was by their hands because God did it through their hands. These signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they will. What? Believers will lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus and they'll recover. Who's doing the work? The believers? No, they're just doing the believing. We're just doing the activating. Just put the drops in there. It shows up. Glory to God. Just spray this this stuff on it. It shows up. You can see what's happening. If you could see with your physical eyes what's happening here, oh my goodness. Things are being released. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So by the hands of the apostles, many things were done. Stephen was a, a, a guy waiting tables at one time. And then God used him mightily. Philip was a guy waiting tables, and God used him mightily. Praise the Lord. Amen. Paul and Barnabas, they were not the original 12, but God used them. Amen. It did not stop with Jesus. It did not stop with apostles. Glory to God. If there are believers on the earth, it's still happening now. Amen. And it's happening tonight. I said, it's happening tonight. Everybody say, it's happening tonight. Glory to God. What is it? It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Now, a yoke, if you need to be reminded, a yoke is just something that that connects one thing to another thing. Uh, When you think about animals, for example, like in the Old Testament, a yoke of oxen right? That means that at least two are hooked together by this contraption called a yoke. So it ties them to something, ties them to each other. It ties them to hard work. So a yoke, we say a yoke of bondage is something that ties you to that hard work. 
or that ties you to a sickness or ties you to a disease. Sometimes we call on a garment, the piece that goes across your shoulders is called a yoke. It's, it's something on you. And the Bible says it'll be destroyed because of the anointing. Amen. Everybody say, because of the anointing. Notice I said, because of the anointing. That's what this, the Bible says in Isaiah, because of the anointing. It doesn't even say by the anointing. It says because of, which literally means in the face of the anointing, the yoke is destroyed. Just because it comes in contact yes. with the anointing, it's got to go. That's good. Yes. Because of. How many of you as parents said, because I said so? <laughs> right? Because I said so. Because of the anointing. Why, is that, why does that have to go? Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. Why does sickness have to go? Because of the anointing. It came in contact with the anointing. It's got to go. It works. It's got to go. Amen. And it may help you to think about it in this kind of image. Is it the yoke destroys, I mean, excuse me, the, the, the anointing destroys the yoke. So you may need to think of this image for a moment. That the anointing, when it destroys the yoke, it destroys the thing tying you to sickness. Yes. Amen. That's so good. The thing that has connected the sickness to you gets destroyed first. You are no longer connected to disease, no longer connected to, to sickness, no longer connected to, uh, right? The, the yoke is destroyed. Amen. Amen? Healing is the result because once the yoke is gone, amen, sometimes the process may be a recovery process from that or a strengthening process from that, or sometimes it's just, man, let's go. Amen? I like, man, let's go. But again, I celebrate every victory, every step. Amen? But think of, first of all, the image of the yoke being destroyed. Amen. Someone in here who's been dealing with heart disease. Heart disease. I was reminded of this afternoon of a testimony of a man we know who in uh, August of 2019, I think it was, August of 2019, had a massive heart attack. And they wanted to put him on the transplant list. That's how bad it was. The transplant list. His, uh, I, I, I won't try to get into medical terms of rates and things like that. He told me numbers. But the amount of blood pumping from his heart was minimal. It just wasn't pumping out. And so they wanted to put him on the transplant list. Uh, we saw him in uh, November of that year. And by December, when he went back for his checkup, we ministered to him by the laying on of hands in November. By December, he went back, and they said his heart was completely restored, zero scar tissue, and his refraction rate was above normal. Hallelujah. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Amen. So who's been dealing with heart disease in here? Who's been dealing with heart disease? Hallelujah. We want to minister to you again. Praise the Lord. 
because your doctor said it. <laughs> you don't have to seem to have any problems. That's awesome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to minister to you again. Medicine yeah. As a, yeah. You know, continuation. Yeah. They never uh, say you, you're cured. Right. It's an extension of uh, keep taking the pills. Yeah. Yeah. Rest of your life. <laughs> right. I understand. Well, the pills aren't healing you anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to. <laughs> but, the, but the Holy Ghost right now and the anointing is destroying the yoke. Destroying the yoke of heart disease in the name of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, just like Jesus was, I'm aware right now of an outflow of the anointing into you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. I know you do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We can be completely aware. Amen. Hallelujah. Our friend, uh, Brother Jim Hockaday here, like I said, we've done a lot of meetings together in different times, and then we both served Brother Hagen's ministry for many years, and, and um, uh, Brother Jim and Kevin and I and uh, a group called Shekinah Glory, uh, you all know Shekinah Glory here, right? So Shekinah Glory and Brother Jim and Kevin and I, uh, we all did, we did an 11-day revival at a church. That was a brave pastor to have all of us in one place. And so one of the evening services, <laughs> and if you know any of us, now you know that's true. So uh, we were uh, getting ready to, to, to pray just before the service. We all got together to pray before the service. And so you know how sometimes you just grab hands and pray. And so we're all grabbing hands and praying. And I've got Kevin on one side. And I've got Brother Jim on the other side of me. And while we're praying, something went out of Brother Jim and into me, into my hand. And I just kind of smiled for a second, and uh, I felt something go into me. And after we got done praying, I just looked at him, and I said, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> and he said, yeah. <laughs> he said, I wanted to see if you'd, if you'd notice. <laughs> he said, I just released some anointing in you to see if you'd notice. <laughs> glad I noticed. <laughs> kind of glad I noticed. Woohoo! I noticed. <laughs> but the point being is there's a great awareness of releasing God's power. Yes. Amen. Not waiting for something to happen, not hoping something will happen, but because we know we're anointed, right. we can release yes. the anointing, right? Peter and John on the, uh, going up to the temple to pray. They said, I don't have silver and gold to give you, but I do have something. I have something, and if I have it, I can give it. Right? So I said, we got something. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. They were aware that they could release. Praise God. We are very aware that we can release into you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Every believer is authorized. Amen. I said, every believer is authorized to do this very thing. Amen. Amen. Not every believer will do it. But every believer is authorized by Jesus himself to lay hands on the sick in his name. And the Bible says they will recover. The Novocaine works. 
Amen. We activate believing. This works, therefore I'll lay hands. I wouldn't lay hands on you if I didn't think it worked. Let's see if this does anything. There's no point. Amen. But because we believe, oh, thank God, because we believe, because we believe, these signs follow them that believe. Glory to God. Things happen when people believe. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I think we got some believers in here tonight. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's lift up our hands and thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your manifested presence. You are on us tonight. Hallelujah. You are on us tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we recognize your presence. We acknowledge your presence. We give you glory and honor and praise. Oh, we exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. Praise your name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, yeah, just take it right now. Take it right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Whatever image you need to see it yourself, see yourself adding those drops of something and it activating in your own spirit tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm a believer, therefore it's working in me. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's been having an issue, uh, seems like, with your ribs or a rib? What's happening with your ribs? Just hurting. How long Um, has it been hurting you? It's Well, you prayed for me. Remember, I'm the one with the brace last time you were here. Oh, okay. And um, all of a sudden... More t- everything was hurting, and they did more tests, and so now they're saying <laughs> there's cancer in the blood, mm-hmm. and so I get different pains here and there. So on the 11th, I go, and he's going to discuss the test that we did mm-hmm. and treatment for cancer. Uh-huh. So I rebuke that. Yeah, I believe God has yeah. healed me of that. Amen. Jesus paid the price already, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And did you know that the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear? (laughs) Perfect love. 
casts out fear. It's not power that casts out fear. It's not faith that casts out fear. It's love that casts out fear. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is no reason to be afraid of the diagnosis they've given you. Number one. Amen. There's no reason to fear. They don't know what you know. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Hallelujah. But we're going to minister the power of God to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Woo. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Right now, the anointing destroys the yoke, first of all, of fear. Uh The fear that tried to attach itself to that diagnosis. We cast that out in Jesus' name. Fear, you go. Uh This woman is not a fearful woman. This is a faithful woman. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. And there is no place for fear. And therefore, there is no place for cancer. That's right. That's right. That's right. Muevete. <laughs> yeah. En el nombre de Jesús. Muevete. Hallelujah. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you, Lord. Clean, 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 clean. Thank you, Lord. Clean. Yep. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. That's why we came. That's why we came. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Yep, driving it out. Driving it out. In Jesus' name. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. Hallelujah. 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 That is detached from you. There is no attachment. There is no attachment. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stand up with me now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're just going to respond to the power. Hallelujah. Amen. We're just going to respond to it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Started off with the ribs. <laughs> Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. We're just moving in response. Just moving in response. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No fear. There's no fear. Huh? There's no fear, is there? There's no fear. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Yeah. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Praise God. We're just taking a big old healing tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're just taking a big one. We're just taking a big one tonight. Woo. Glory to God. Let's turn around and go back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're not going back the way you came. You're not going back the way you came. <laughs> You're going back different than you came in. You're going back different than you came in. <laughs> glory, glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Things are changing, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Doing well? Better. Better. Sure you are. Yes, of course you are. That's what we came for. Hallelujah. That's what we came for. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, that annoying ringing in your ear. That annoying ringing in your ear. Who is that? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> How long has that been going on? It's gotten really bad over the last year, but it's been for a while. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember because, you know, it started and it was just something small, yeah. but it's just gotten so big lately. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you put up with that? <laughs> <laughs> There's no good I reason. I should Right? There's no good reason. That's right. That's right. No good reason. Well, we can't fix that, but we can fix what's going forward. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no reason to kick yourself about it. No reason to go, you know, I, I did put up with that. I didn't, you know. That's why I said this, the Holy Ghost is just so annoying. It's annoying. It is. And then we just go, it's just so annoying. Right. And then we go through life annoyed for no good reason. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Amen. This one? Both it's of them? Both of them. Both of them? It's both of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Now. Now. Yeah. Go. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Sure it is. It's gone. Sure it is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, my, 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 my. Glory, glory, glory. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, who came specifically tonight to have hands laid on you for healing? Let me see your hand. Praise the Lord. If that's you, stand up. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Isn't it awesome to have these services? Isn't it fun? Praise God. Just to spend the evening with the healing power of God. Oh, to spend the evening with the tangible Praise God, manifested presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you're standing, I'm going to ask you to come up. Ushers, you know how we do this, right? Praise the Lord.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> we'll split down the middle. We'll have a few on this side and a few on that side. Be face me. Face you. Yep, face me that way. If you're on this side, you can stop right there and, and face me this way. And you can just be right behind him. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory. Somebody shout glory. glory. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what's up with you? Um, I had trauma um, started at birth. Mm -hmm. I had so many birth defects that oh, had been wow. fixed that um, my mom was told to have an abortion and she didn't. Um, and I've been told all these years that everything has, has that trauma has spiraled into oh. thyroid and uh -huh. yeah. this and that. And I was told that it's a spiritual matter. It's not a, so I've been fighting this spiritual battle uh -huh. that's manifesting physically and it's gone into sugar addiction that I can't figure out how to fix the the fog the non-concentrating the uh-huh yeah the I got really Everything good news here. for you. I've got and really the good news for you. <laughs> is a Christian doctor and says I'll always be on this medication. I I feel you when your doctor says that. Yeah. Because he's well, that's all they know. a Christian. That's all they and know. He's yeah. on the same medication. Sure. He says it's the one thing I won't ever go anywhere without. And so, thank you. Well, again, I've got good news for you tonight. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Glory to God. The anointing destroys the yoke of trauma. Amen. And it's, it's, it's a, a way to excuse away a lot of things that they can't do anything about and say it's just connected to, right? It's connected to trauma. This is connected to trauma. So we're talking about tonight disconnecting, right? That the anointing... Yeah. No issue. I still have all the issues with all yeah. the symptoms. So yeah. it's like I'm taking yeah. a placebo. Well, yeah. Right. So, but now we're going to believe this works, right? Yes. Take my hands. <laughs> Glory to God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, the contact of my hands is transmitting <laughs> God's anointing right now to detach you. From all that has been spoken over you, go in Jesus' name. Ooh. Ha, ha, ha. And now just receive the power. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the glory. That's the glory. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Woo. Glory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, in five minutes, they're going to start drilling. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's working. <laughs> Woo. It's working. Woo. It's working. It's working. It's working in you. <laughs> Woo. Glory to God. 
Glory. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 What about you? Would you come for tonight? Type 1 diabetes. Uh-huh. I've had it for the better part of 13 years. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'm just looking for that expiration date. I know it's... <laughs> I know it's there. I know the devil's a liar. Yeah. And I know that it's just, uh, yeah. like you said, it's it's yeah. it's confirming what I know to be true and fixing that unbelief. Yeah. Amen. Take take my hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The expiration date was a little over 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, glory. Yeah. Yeah. It's just now lighting up in you. Just now lighting up in you. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. Activated. That's the activation right there. Glory, glory, yep. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well, that was easy. You just received right away. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What's going on with you? Um, my neck and my shoulders, you know, at first I thought, oh, okay, it's a pillow. I've tried like five different pillows without a pillow, and it just seems to come and go. I was here last month, so mm-hmm. this is my first time, and uh, you didn't lay hands on me, but you spoke it. Uh-huh. Um, and I felt tingling in my foot, which yeah. was something I wasn't even coming here for, yeah. apparently. Um, and it's working, but it hasn't been a full manifestation. Yeah. I woke up yesterday like I'm, I'm 90 years old. I'm like, I can't move in my neck, and... It's just... Well, um, we'll get another start. Yes, we will. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right now. Right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> move your neck around. Move your head. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How we doing? Good. Good. Better? Yes, better. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Keep getting yes. better. Yes. Amen. Better and better. Amen. Amen. Wow. Glory yes. to God. Hallelujah. Until it's all the way finished, Amen. which could be in about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank Glory you. to God. Hallelujah. Yes. And Thank sticking you. with it. Praise God. Again, we're developing yes. an awareness. Developing that awareness of him. Amen. Not just leaving it Friday night. And then going home and then going, well, I wonder what happened. No, we're, we're continuing to be aware of his presence. Ah, he's working in me. He's working in me all the time. Praise the Lord. Resurrection. <laughs> Amen. So I've gone through chemotherapy, mm-hmm. and they gave me a PET scan last week, found medically active nodule in my lung, and then the PET scan uh, injection site gave a, uh, uh, like a, a blood clot on the elbow. So um, I believe, and... Um, Thank you for bringing your faith. Yeah, we're here to help. Praise God, yeah. So I, you know, the rest of it's cleared out. Yeah. It's nothing to Jesus. I know he can clear my whole body of any cancer. Absolutely. No residue. No residue. No residue. Amen. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah. Just relax and receive. (laughs) Ooh, there you go. There you go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Praise God. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah, dissolving right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ooh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's thank him for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, ma'am. So I was working as a nurse practitioner right before Isaac was born. And my focus, and like spiritually, I, I yearn to like to teach people like about healing and and then when everything like happened with Isaac, as you spoke today, the yoke, I've known like I've been stuck and like I feel paralysis like spiritually, mm -hmm. and I'm like this yoke of my son being paralyzed, it's like burden I'm carrying and like I can't move I've had like autoimmune and like health things sure going on and sure <laughs> yeah yeah free that yoke. amen 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 hallelujah get ready right now thank you Jesus Woo! Yes. amen amen yes. we cannot be deceived anymore Amen. I said, you cannot be deceived anymore. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, bakashte henemaso domashte pradakaste. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, ma'am. I'm bringing a cloth up. I, my stepson has cancer. I encouraged him to come, but the doctors have told him. Not to be avoid. around people. Mm -hmm. So he's sure. afraid. Yeah. So you were talking earlier. If you have a piece of clothing. Yeah. Good for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We lay our hands on this cloth and the same anointing is being transmitted into this cloth right now. And when it's laid on him, it drives that cancer out in the name of Jesus and destroys that yoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Come on over here. Praise the Lord. Hi. Good to see you. What's going on? Well, I'm having trouble with my eyes. I'm having earaches in both ears. Both sides of my neck hurt my shoulders, and I still have that uh, neuropathy yeah. in my hand and in my feet. In my your legs. hand and feet, yeah. In Jesus' name. Hmm. Hallelujah. The anointing destroys that yoke in Jesus' name. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. That's right. That's right. The anointing is always greater. Ha, ha, ha. Always greater. Hallelujah. Woo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's move your shoulders around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Uh-huh. Go in Jesus' name. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Ooh, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's the fire of God. That's the fire of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Yeah, praise God. Praise God. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. 
How's Jesus. that doing now? Feel it. Hardly feel it now. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? Woo! That's the first step. Woo! Celebrate the first step. Glory to God. If He can do that, He's doing all the rest. Amen. He didn't have to just give you one thing and you live with all the rest. Amen. Glory to God. That pain's gone. Now let's relax your shoulders. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! Praise God. Oh, that's much better. Oh, much better. Yes. Praise God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. I like hugs. Praise God. Praise God. So much. Oh, good. It's so good. Good, good. Now it's easy to receive. Amen. You'll never have trouble receiving again. Praise Lord. Hey. So you might have remember uh, last time I came by, I told you I was suffering some hearing loss in my mm-hmm, right ear. Mm-hmm. And it's been uh, due to sudden sense of neural, which is kind of a virus that mm-hmm. d- destroys the cochlear hairs. Mm-hmm. Doctors said that there's nothing that they can do. Um, but to be honest, I'm starting to realize now that this is spiritual. And, you know, God didn't make me to be deaf in one ear. No. He made me to be hearing in both ears. That's and right. last time I came up here, I saw my ear opening up. I saw a vision of it. And yeah. I receive it tonight. In yeah. Jesus name. There you go. There you go. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, it is spiritual. Amen. Everything's spiritual. Hey. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Great. Good to see you again. I, I feel great being here. Good. I, um, I'm doing much better walking and, uh, and, and I can advanced. see that. Praise uh, God. I, uh, just give God the glory. Yeah. Um, I, I earned my living by driving and mm-hmm. I got pretty, pretty good vision, but at n- night I'm finding that my a night more vision difficult. is a problem. Mm-hmm. And then what's really annoying me is my, my ears. I'm supposed to wear hearing aids, but the hearing aids don't work very well for mm-hmm. me. I, I think yeah. I'm be, hear yeah. better without them. And, yeah. And I'm, I, but I yes. need to have good hearing. Yes, you do. God bless. Yeah. You. Amen. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. More. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Lord, we thank you for completing the work that you have begun yes. in this body. Yes. In Jesus' name. Ears yes. be open. Yes, Eyes see yes. in Jesus' Amen. name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. These ugly stockings. I don't want to wear them anymore. I'm tired of it. I walk about six miles a week. Usually that's my goal. I do stretches and I'll be 70 in March and I don't want to have... I want to have 20-20 vision. I've been laying hands on my eyes. This eye especially, I don't know. I have 20-20 vision. And I just <laughs> wasn't going to come up, but the Lord said, you know. Yeah, amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, you don't have to do everything by yourself. Amen. <laughs> amen. God doesn't get more glory if somebody doesn't lay hands on you. Sometimes people think, well, God will get more glory if, I, if nobody has to lay hands on me and I just get this on my own. And He gets all the glory all the time. 
no matter what. Amen. So for us to have somebody help us, you know, sometimes it's just our own thing going, you know, well, I should be further along. And sometimes we think I should be, I should be able to get this on my own. But don't let the enemy tell you that there's something wrong with you because you've been laying hands on yourself and you haven't seen what you've expected to see. Let it go. Just let it go. Amen. We're all here. The body is fitly joined together by every joint. We all have a supply one for another. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. And so that's why you came. Yeah. Amen. So let's, let's do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now you can relax. Ooh. Won't that be something different? <laughs> Won't that be different to just relax and, and receive? Let somebody else do a little bit of the heavy lifting for you right now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Hi. I was here the last time yes, you sir. were here. Yeah. And um, I, um, I received the, um, the x-rays just two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. From the time I saw you, I didn't have them then. And I have a bad injury. Mm-hmm. And I've had, I have, not had, I have right now three um, herniated discs mm-hmm. um, going up into the last vertebra. Mm-hmm. And I'm in pain right now. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the cortisone, I haven't been, I, they've been telling me, well, maybe cortisone shots will help. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send you to a pain clinic. Mm-hmm. And all this is just <clears throat> in slow in actions, but it's been bothering yeah. me for a sure. long time. Sure. I need a, a, a little bit more of the annoying. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Good. Even Even more than a little bit. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, if a cortisone shot can relieve you for a little while. (laughs) What could the anointing do forever? Hallelujah. Not just relieve pain, but remake the disc. Remake the disc. Remake it. In Jesus' name. We, uh We speak. We speak to these discs right now. In Jesus' name, to receive the anointing, the creative power of the Holy Ghost comes on you now. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, take, take a walk with me. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's turn around here. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just put your hands on my neck. Yeah. Amen. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. New, 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 new. New, 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 new. In Jesus' name. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, now move freely because you can. Because you can. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. The pain I want gone. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's going in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory. Glory to God. Just relaxing. I'm tense. Ooh, I know. I know. Pain makes you tense. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So just relax. And where your hands are, the mm-hmm. fingers, mm-hmm. where your fingers are. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the shoulder, yeah. shoulders. Isn't all it amazing that. how God already knows that? Oh, thank you for taking yes. away, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Now, believing activates that now. Unbelieving. Yeah, not just wanting. Not just wanting. Wanting's a good start. <laughs> wanting's a good start. But now, believing. Like we said, you know, about the Novocaine. <laughs> They're going to drill anyway. So, you know, you might as well get ready for it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Relief is there. Relief. Relief in Jesus' name. Yeah. I'm always so tense. And it makes the hurting worse. Yeah. Amen. You're born again, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Yes. You speak with other tongues? Yes. Awesome. Did you know that one of the fruit of the Spirit is peace. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take some of that. Mm-hmm. Take some of that because it comes from the inside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't That's come from good. deciding to have peace. It comes because it's the fruit of the Spirit. It belongs to you. Peace belongs Hallelujah. to you. It's yes. part of you. Yes. It's part of you. Tension is not a fruit of the Spirit. Mm-mm. Peace is a fruit of the Spirit. You are a spirit first. <laughs> Your body follows. Your spirit. Ah. Your spirit is strong. Strong. Ah. Ha, 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 ha. Ooh. Your body tried to tell you it was in control, but it's not. <clears throat> it's not. You're in control. You're in control. You have peace. Yeah. And I can walk for the next hour underneath this anointing. And for the next hour after that, and the hour after that, and the hour after that, and the hour after that. Amen. Amen. You have it. Yes, sir, you do. You have him. That's right. That's right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. I want to pray over my grandpa. He uh, recently, this week, got, had a stroke, and he is diagnosed with diabetes. Today he got discharged from the hospital, but pray so he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We lay hands on this cloth for her grandpa in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for saturating this cloth with the anointing. Glory to God and the vitality and the life and the resurrection power of Jesus himself is in this cloth. It resurrects those things in him in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let's give him praise right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you can already tell a difference? Let me see your hand. Look around. Look around. This is what God's doing on these Friday nights. Come on. We come to hear and to be. And to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pastor Justin, come on. Remember in the Bible where the, the multitudes followed Jesus around and what she just said, they came to hear the word and to what? Be healed. If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and hearing and hearing, that's what's happening on these Friday night meetings. People go, well, why did I get it tonight versus last week? Keep coming and hearing the word of God. Because what's happening is the multitudes kept following Jesus. Why? He's preaching, teaching. They're hearing faith, faith believing in their heart. It's easy, and it can happen, and then what? They become healed. And it's not on God's end. That's why that the Lord spent so much time teaching. It was never on God was always wanting to give. He, always, he wants to give. God's ready to give right now, and he's doing it in this room. It's doing it under the anointing tonight. But Jesus was working on what? The believing end of people. Why? Because there's so much stuff that goes on in people's heads and in years of tradition and believing in what they've heard that Jesus is unraveling all that. And they just keep following him around. And I believe that as people followed him around, healings were popping and popping and popping. And they just kept following. Why? They're hearing and they're hearing and they're hearing and they're hearing. And so that's what's happened on these meetings on Friday night. They said that John G. Lake would go to healing meetings every night until what? He ended up started preaching the healing meetings. And then he worked for John Alexander Dowie. Why? He's in healings meeting every night. Faith comes by hearing. Come to these meetings. Come Sunday morning. Brother Jim Hockaday is going to be preaching. And I know you travel with Brother Hagen. Come Sunday morning first. Come, come su- Sunday morning second service. It's not a duty. How much of the anointing do you want? Yeah. It's not a I'm going to sit and it's your, your, what she's saying. You're just opening your heart. So come to these, keep coming to these services and they're going to grow. And Mary Friend prophesied that they would keep growing. Why? Because what's happening is every time she's giving an illustration, that's helping me think, oh, that's easy. Mary Fran told me one time she had a vision of Jesus, and she stepped out on the water, and Jesus was standing there. And she, he was holding something, and she said, and he said, come. And she said, oh, but I, I can't. That's, he said, come. And she stepped, and she said, oh, that's e- easy. He said, Mary Fran, it's always been this easy. You got healed tonight, and it's easy. It's easy. It's not, healing's not hard. It's not something like she was saying, relax. Just let Jesus love on you. Let him heal you. And the thing is, Satan may try to bring back symptoms, is what Brother Hagin would say. And it's, it's a, no, you didn't get it, so let me, put a, let me put a symptom on you. And he said, no, that night when I prayed, uh, let's see, Friday night at, at 8.30 is when I got healed. You may, Satan may try to bring back a symptom, but that is not what happened. What happened is what the word and the anointing is what happened. God healed you. That's 830 is when you got healed. Mark it. Satan tries to bring something back. You feel pain? No, no, no. 830 was when she laid hands on me and the contact of her hands. I received the anointing. I was and I am healed. So Brother Hagin said he'd stay up all night just because Satan would be bringing symptoms back. And he said, Lord, what? What should I be thinking about? Because I keep thinking about what Satan's telling me. In nine months, you're going to be dead. Oh, now in eight months, you're going to be dead. Seven months, doctor said you're going to be dead. Oh, you're going to be dead. It's coming back. It's coming back, Brother Hagin. He said, Jesus says, consider me the high priest of your confession. Think about me. Think on me. Dream on me. Think about my word. If you walk out of here and think about 
what you thought about before you walked in, you're going to end up in the same place. If you think about, oh, man, tonight I walked in and I got healed. I mean, think about Jesus. Consider Jesus the high priest of my confession. What? The more you're thinking about Jesus, what she was saying, being aware of his presence, the more that's working in you. Why? Because that's what he says, he who keeps his mind stayed on me, you'll have what? Perfect peace. So consider Jesus tonight when you're laying in bed. Did I get healed? And Satan goes, no, you didn't get healed tonight. You still feel that pain? No, I got healed tonight at 830. I'm considering Jesus, the, the, the priest, the high priest of my confession of faith. Tomorrow, I consider Jesus. I'm thinking I got healed at 830. That's when I got healed, Friday night. A week later, I feel pain. I know I got healed on what is today's date? The, today's the 5th. I got healed on January 5th at 830, and that's when I received my healing. Don't let Satan rob you when you walk out of here. Amen? So they're traveling, and I want to take up an offering for them because what they're doing is so wonderful, and they're great ground, precious, wonderful ground, as we've seen that what the Lord has done in them. But I want to read you a scripture because as they've sown spiritual things, that they should reap of our material things. Those who labor in the word and doctrine should reap of our material things. So tonight, if you've received something just out of your heart, there's no pressure not of compulsion, we're not making anybody give, but you give because of it is a reflection of your heart. Sometimes your giving uh, actually tells you how much you really do love God because it's a reflection. It says that I'll, he says, I'll know a man by his heart. And so you're, 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 what it says, where your riches are, your money, is what's tied to your heart. And so sometimes being thankful to God is just saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to give something because of I love you and because this is a reflection of what I believe. And this is a reflection of I'm not trying to pay for my healing. But it says what? Your finances are, your riches are a reflection of a person's heart. And so I want to read something to you because faith comes by hearing. And it says, it, um, I want to read this in Ecclesiastes. Open the Bible app. And it has to reload. Ecclesiastes 11 one, send your grain across the seas, and in time, profits will flow back to you. But divide your investments among many places. This is a New Living Translation. For you do not know what risk may lie ahead. That is very true. When the clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. If you wait in your life till you have money before you give, you will never give. That is what he is saying. A farmer who waits for perfect weather before he plants. No, you better start planting when the season comes in spring. If you want to harvest in the fall or whenever farmers go to plant. I plant seed all the time. Why? Because I'm looking for a harvest. I want to harvest every day. So what do I do? I'll plant a seed every day if I have to. So there's never a good time to give, ever. I've, had, I've been um, 20,000 in debt like a year and a half ago or a year ago and thought, Lord, I can barely give. And the Lord said, start giving, start sowing. Why? Because your giving always exceeds your savings plan. So you can have your money plan, but do you have God's money plan? Why? Because there's a supernatural um, revelation out there for money that God created. He says the the earth is the Lord's and the, the heavens are the Lord's. And he says, but the earth is mine, the silver is mine, the gold's mine, the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to me. So God knows about money. He understands about money. And so when he says give and it shall be given, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So he's, he's, he's going to press it down. He's going to run it over. He says what? Men will give unto you. Many times when people give, they see the first part of that verse, give. 
and they can't see anything past that. Given it what? Shall be given. Did you read the rest of that? So every time people give, they think, I'm given, and it's going away. God's saying, no, when you give, he's saying it's given back to you. People give with a decrease in mind where God says, no, I want to give with a harvest in mind. It says in Philippians 4 that if, let me read this one, some, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches who have been given to us in Christ Jesus. It didn't say just his riches. It says his glorious riches. When you give, think about what she said. Let's imagine God's, how rich is he? He's rich. I mean, he makes planets for fun. He's rich. There's enough gas out there to power your car forever. He's rich. But you're giving what? With what she said in mind, think about God's riches is what's coming back to you. Give and it shall be what? Given. Don't give thinking decrease. Thinking, no, when I give, I'm tapping into God's riches. And my God, who's really rich, my dad is really rich, super rich, mega rich. He's the richest in the world, richer than Elon Musk. He's way bigger than a billionaire. His riches, he's rich. So when you give, think about his riches coming back on you. Think about a harvest in mind when you give. Don't give thinking decrease all the time. Walk out, open your door and say, I see things in my driveway, cars, lands, and houses. I see things changing in my life. I see the blessing of the Lord hitting me every day. Why? It's according to your father's riches. If your dad is rich, how many of you would be in there asking him for money? I would be. I'm going to go talk to my dad. He's rich. I don't need you. My daddy's rich. (laughs) I got a rich daddy. According to what his riches, though. Think about his riches. Consider his riches. Lord, I know you're taking care of us because you're rich. I don't have a care in the world. I'm not worried. I'm not up at night thinking about how anything's going to get paid. I'm actually up at night excited about I've been sowing and I got a harvest. So I want to read the rest of Ecclesiastes because this is amazing. Farmers who wait for perfect weather, they're never going to plant. If they watch every cloud, they'll never harvest. Amen to that. You cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in the mother's womb. So you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. What pastor's been talking about, the seed. It's a miracle. The baby's a miracle. You sow the seed, the baby's coming. You sow your finances, that harvest is coming. Plant your seed in the morning. Keep busy all afternoon. Don't think about it and get worried about it all day long. For you do not know if profit will come from one activity or the other or maybe both. Today, I was reading Brother Hagin this morning talking about in his book, uh, he has a book called Faith, Study Guide. Best, one of the best books, me and Zach and Cody have been doing it every day, reading it, talking about faith. I've been stirring myself up in faith. I read something on faith and money every day. Why? Because I've been very broke for the majority of my life. I've grown up in a preacher's home, and my dad was a missionary, so there's no money. So like what Pastor Mark said, you're going to have to get the money scriptures out, and you're going to have to put them in your mouth and confess them every day. Believing's got to go from your head from the word into your heart, and that's where faith starts to begin as you're hearing the word, but turns it from that head knowledge into that heart, seeing yourself prosper, seeing yourself different. So I've been sowing because I'm tired of being always wanting on the harvest end of everything. I'm waiting for a blessing. No, I'm just going to start being a blessing. I want to be the giver. I don't want to be the one always waiting for to be receiving something. I am someone's harvest coming to find them. I am not waiting for a harvest. I am the harvest. But it says in the word, It says, you don't know from your activity which one will come, one or the other, or maybe both. 
So one translation says, scatter your seed in the morning. And it says, you may not know by the end of the day, for it all may come up. Is one translation says that. And I love that. I, I, I focus on that scripture. Lord, every seed I've sown is coming back. It's, it says, plant your seed, and after many days, it will start to come back. Maybe it all will come back. And so today, I was reading Brother Hagen, and I have a broken down car that I bought. As I bought it, and the engine blew. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Lord. I'm prosperous. Hallelujah. And um, I walked, stepped out of my place this morning. I said, in the name of Jesus, because Brother Hagen stirred me up this morning, I command you fixed. You have an engine in you. You'll be back running. And I said, either I'm going to drive you or I'll give it away in Jesus' name. And then I forgot about it. I just got so tired of seeing it sit there. <laughs> so I walked out, spoke to it, speaking to the mountain. See, faith has to go not only from believing with your finances, but you got to get it in your mouth. Give and it shall be given. Good measure. Say it. He who sows sparingly reaps sparingly. He who sows bountifully reaps bountifully. I know those scriptures. Why? I say them every single day. Lord, I'm a bountiful sower, and it's coming back to me today in Jesus' name. I say it every single day. It does get old after a while, but just keep saying it. Why? You're watering that seed. That's what he said. That don't, wait, don't wait for the rain. I don't, I'm not looking at circumstances on my money. I'm sowing. I, I'm, I'm, it's not a good time right now for me to sow. I did, we just had Christmas. I'm going to be honest. It's not a good time. But, but, I'm, but I'm sowing. Why? Because I'm planting seed. Because when the kingdom of God, it's not based off of, well, we have Christmas and then people are going to you know, be out of money and then, then we've got you know, Valentine's Day and then people have a little bit more money. Amazon's going to pick back up again. That's what the Amazon driver told me. <laughs> he said, well, we're in a slow season right now, but in February it's going to pick back up. Well, for me, I'm always in a good season with God. Because I'm not, my, uh, Pastor Hagen said one time, I, every opportunity I sow, I plant seed at every opportunity even if I don't have it. You're never, it's never the right time to give. And then God asked me a few months ago with Pastor Mark, crank up my giving every week. And I said, Lord, it's not a good time right now. Christmas is coming. In, in a month, and the Lord said, do it. I did it, and I had money for Christmas. Money started coming in. Because why? God's seeing what from his riches is his viewpoint. You're thinking from your riches, which is maybe not, there's nothing there. But from his riches, he's, he's very rich. And he's thinking, son, give. Let me Step out in faith. Let me tap into my riches. So this morning I get out on the road. It wasn't even 10 minutes. Let me tell you what happened. I'm driving, and, and we get to a stoplight, and somebody honks at me, a kid in this church, and he's like 18 years old or 20 years old, little sports car. And I called him, and I said, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I met your brother-in-law. I'm doing such and such. And so we started talking, and, and um, I said, hey, a couple months back, you asked me about that Celica. I said, it's got a 1.8 engine in it. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, those would be great if you had this and that, whatever. And so um, he said, you're going to put an engine in it? I said, I- I'm thinking that's what I want to do. He said, you know, we use this certain junkyard. And um, I said, well, I can't find one. He said, well, let me call a guy. I can find one. So he calls one, calls me back, and he said, oh, I found one for you. They just got one in yesterday. I said, okay, wow. What does he want for it? Oh, 1300 I said, ah, I said, Ask him if he'll do it for a thousand. If not, I ain't doing it. So he calls me back and he said, he'll take eleven fifty. And and I and I said, yeah. I said I'm not going to do it. He said, what if I pay half? And this kid's 18 years old. Or, and I said, so you're telling me I can have an engine for 600 bucks? I said, call him back and tell him I'll come get it. So I didn't know this morning. I walk out and spoke to the car. But I've been sowing, and I've been confessing, and I've been praising that I already have it. Right? That's what faith is. When you sow tonight. Wake up and say, thank you, Lord, that I have a harvest. Thank you, Lord. Within 30 minutes today, now this all didn't happen in 30 minutes because I've been planting seed months before. 
but it got to a point where it's first the blade, what, then the, the, cor- the ear, then the corn, then the full head, right? So it comes in a process. But you start sowing even when it's small. Watch what God does and mix faith with it. Get the prosperity scriptures out. Confess them every day and stay in faith because you'll give and two months later you're going to be like, oh, I gave to them and it didn't come back. No, you're going to have to walk outside and take your little hose every day and water it and water it and water it. And I wish there was a sprinkler system with God, but you have to keep watering it and watering it. I've had, I, I planted seed before, like Mark said. When I did my pond, I went out there every day or I was going to lose all the seed, and I watered it and watered it and watered it. And it's the same way with your finances. You're going to have to stay on them with the word. It's easy. You just stay on it, right? And so if this blessed you tonight, I, can, I, I challenge you, encourage you, give. It's not going to hurt you. It has blessed me. Why? I'm not trying, I'm not waiting six months and putting, I'm going to save up X amount of dollars a month, and then I'm going to hit six months. I still have a financial plan, but I also have the God side of it, where I'm going to sow and watch the supernatural open up. That's how God designed us to live. And I saw something today from a kid I didn't even think had that kind of money. Just, I mean, literally, how are you, I'm driving it at, at such and such time. He pulls in behind me at a red light and beeps his horn at me. That is how God can supernaturally divine your miracle. Call you and say, what are you doing today? I had not seen you in a while. You need some money? I'll give it to you. Praise God. That's how God works. But you're going to have, you're sowing, there's believing, there's confessing the word. And tonight, we're giving you an opportunity to give. And what you're doing is you're sowing into good ground. You're sowing into this going up Friday nights. Then we believe they're going to start this in more than just this church and people getting healed. That's seed that's going on forever. And so if this has blessed you tonight, you can, um, you can give on the screen, text, cash app. We have cash app. We have Debbie Popka. You can give cash check, credit card. You can give your firstborn child. We will take them and use them to work. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We thank you for the anointing that breaks every single yoke. Father, we thank you that people tonight at 830 were healed. They're not trying to get healed. They were healed. By the stripes of Jesus, they were healed. Father, as they sow tonight, I pray that you would open supernatural doors tomorrow as they wake up. The next day, jobs, money, opportunities, things that they wouldn't even understand or know. That you'd bring in relationships that they would need. You'd bring in different types of friendships and and financial, uh, maybe business partners or opportunities, Lord. That they would become great sowers into the kingdom of God that the word would increase mightily and go forth in this last hour, in these last days, and be fruitful and multiply, Father God. We bless everyone in Jesus' name. We seal them with the Holy Spirit, with Psalm 91, as they travel in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you for Kevin and Annie. We thank you for the gift of God that they are. We thank you for what they've come, and we honor them. We give you glory for them. We thank you for Sunday. You're not done. We're just getting started. We thank you for Brother Jim and what you're giving him tonight and tomorrow as you're preparing him, Father, for the word and for the anointing and what he's going to share. And it's going to fall not on deaf ears, but it's going to fall on people who are ready to receive. And, Father, lives will be changed on Sunday at 9. And they'll be changed on Sunday at 1030. And we thank you for the gift of God. We thank you for him and his wife, this new door of opportunity that you've opened for us at this moment. We receive it, Father. We bless them, too. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. 
from our YouTube channel to our podcast to our SoundCloud and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big give now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.